877 sale for 10% off your purchase at WABCRadioStore.com. So many WABC items. You'll want to go, go, go to WABCRadioStore.com. This is New York's talk leader, the crown jewel of talk radio. WABC New York and 1071 WLIR Hampton Bays. 77 WABC News starts now. Good morning, I'm Bob Brown. President Biden says he'll travel to Israel on Wednesday in the midst of the Israeli-Hamas war. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said Monday during a briefing after meeting with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that the president will make the trip on Wednesday. Biden's expected to meet with Netanyahu and other Israeli leaders. He was invited to Egypt for an international summit on Saturday that focuses on the future of Palestinians, but it's unclear if he would make any additional stops. I'm Brian Shook. Meantime, Governor Hochul announcing she'll be leaving for Israel on Tuesday, planning to meet with diplomatic and community leaders. 2,000 U.S. troops have reportedly been told to be ready to deploy to the Mideast. The Wall Street Journal says the troops would not be serving in a combat role of scent. Report coming just as the U.S. sends a second carrier strike group off the coast of Israel. A gunman opening fire in Brussels, killing at least two Swedish citizens before fleeing the sea. The gunman reportedly identifying himself as a member of ISIS and, quote, wanting to avenge Muslims. Dominic Carter up next on 77 WABC. Your forecast in the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center overnight. Mostly cloudy, scattered showers, lows in the upper 40s. Later today, partly sunny, highs in the low 60s. I'm Bob Brown for 77 WABC. Remember, the news never stops at WABCradio.com. W-A-B-C. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning to you folks. Before I get to the serious issues of Israel at hand, I want to start out uh, for a few seconds here at, uh, at, in terms of uh, East Chester in Westchester County. So I've never really passed through East Chester and wow, it's a beautiful, beautiful community, at least the parts that, that I happen to see. So I stopped at a local stop and shop supermarket. We have one in, in Rockland County. And I was just mesmerized, shocked, call me old fashioned, but they happen to have these devices up on the wall that I had no idea what they looked like. They looked like little mini stun guns. And so being as inquisitive as I am, I start stopping people in the supermarket, asking them, what are these devices? And so they tell me, and they're like personal scanners for customers where you walk around the supermarket you scan the item and then put it into your bag. And once you get up, I guess, to the register area, you just hit a total button at the register. And uh, that's that. 
And so to to one of our great friends of this program, Marilyn in New Jersey, uh, at the Stop and Shop in Rockland County, I have seen the robots that they have parading around the store, up and down the store. But I was just I was just captured by these personal scanners. I guess the next time I go into a supermarket. Stop and shop. I will have to try them. If any of you folks have tried them already, you know, perhaps give me a call. Let me know about your experience. Okay, let's get to Israel. It is important to show solidarity with Israel. And this week, President Biden and Governor Hochul to visit Israel. Biden arriving tomorrow, Wednesday and the commander-in-chief will receive what's being described as a comprehensive brief on Israel's war aims and strategy during the visit. Today, Tuesday, Governor Hochul arrives in Israel, and she says, and this is the appropriate statement to, uh, to issue, during these difficult times, it's more important than ever for New York to show up in support of Israel. Her statement says, tomorrow I'll be traveling to Israel for a solidarity mission where I plan to meet with diplomatic leaders and communities who have been devastated by the horrific Hamas attacks. New York will show the world that we stand with Israel today, tomorrow, and forever. So this part I understand is necessary. I just wish it didn't have to happen. But I understand the political necessity. While in the region, President Biden will head to Jordan tomorrow, Wednesday, following his visit to Israel amid concern that the conflict could grow. So after meeting with one side, Israel first, Biden is headed to uh, Jordan where he will meet with Arab leaders and discuss humanitarian aid following his trip to uh, Israel. I understand the political necessity. I just wish it didn't have to be done. I think that the world should be siding with one country at this point, and that is Israel. Imagine, imagine the horror for Israel. An Israeli family of five. An Israeli family of five found dead in an embrace after attack, the attack by Hamas. They were found in a tragic embrace. Think about that for a second, folks. They were killed. Another couple was also killed three days before their planned engagement. The human impact of what's going on. So according to the Times of Israel, this family, uh, the 54-year-old man was found embracing his wife. She's 49, uh, daughter 19, and son 17 each as they lay dead in the bed at their home. The human toll. I want you folks to listen to this. This is reporter Trey Yankst in Israel of Fox News. What kind of toll is it taking on you personally? Look, we have a job to do, and it's our job to go to the places that other people won't go and tell the stories that other people won't tell. And this week, that involved going to Israeli communities along the and looking at the aftermath of massacres against civilians. And last weekend, 
was not combatant on combatant. Mm -hmm. It was a terror attack against innocent civilians. We went to a community called Berry that's known for its printing press and also for its art gallery. People were peaceful there. They were quietly at home on a weekend and militants, terrorists, went into the homes of these civilians and slaughtered them at point-blank range. And so it's part of our job to go there and to show people what it was like. And it was truly horrific. Blood stained the floors. There were bodies lining the sidewalks in this small community. And it just gives you a sense of what it's like here in southern Israel. Personally, we've got to put a lot of our emotions aside. We have to let people know what's happening here, understanding that we are indeed the first draft of history. And for decades to come, people will look back at this moment and they need accurate and clear information about what took place. What took place locally, locally, Mayor Adams, Mayor Adams has been saying all the right things on Israel, right? All the right things. He's been leading by example. I want you to listen to what Mayor Adams and listen carefully what he has to say in support of Israel knocking Hamas. It was clear that it was anger, anti-Semitism at the highest level, and a total mindset of inflicting pain at one of the most holiest days of the year in a premeditated barbaric, barbaric action that is unacceptable and it will go down in the history as one of the most draconian, disgusting acts you can ever witness. Thank you, Mayor Adams. Disgusting. Keyword. Cannot forget it. By the way, Adams is also stating the political reality that we all know, as he appeared on Morning Joe, that New York City needs more police officers. We could use more. I'm very clear on that. Uh, we do have a, a decrease in numbers of police officers, and I think we have a law enforcement crisis across the entire country. Indeed, across the entire country. So on the presidential front, whenever obviously a candidate says something, it has to be taken through the prism of a political campaign, right? You have to call it for what it is. Ron DeSantis, right, his campaign is in deep trouble. But it's interesting what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has to say about Israel. DeSantis says Palestinians, quote, are all anti-Semitic. The U.S. should refuse Palestinian refugees. Now, I don't agree with him completely on this. I, I know a lot of people do. But also on the presidential front, and we see your calls coming in, folks. We will get to them in just a second. Uh, and, and we're going to have to start instituting a rule that if I took your call the night before, maybe you should let some other people get through because the lines get uh, flooded rather quickly. But also on the presidential front, slow and steady. I'm talking about Nikki Haley, the former governor of South Carolina and presidential candidates after her debate performances and out there on the campaign trail, when you look at the presidential race 2024, the quarterly filings are starting to underscore, folks, an emerging campaign storyline. 
And it's this. Nikki Haley is on a trajectory to become the alternative to Donald Trump. Not Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley. I'll come back to Nikki Haley in just a moment. But again, Ron DeSantis uh, has no interest in helping Palestinian refugees. I understand the frustration. I really do. And he believes all Palestinians are anti-Semitic. I draw the line at that. I don't agree with that completely. So DeSantis argues the U.S. should accept no Palestinians, none, fleeing violence in Gaza, and he claims all Palestinians hate Jews. I'm quoting him here. If you look at how they behave, this is Ron DeSantis, none of them, not all of them, excuse me, not all of them are Hamas, but they are all anti-Semitic. DeSantis said this at a campaign event in Iowa. He went on to say none of them believe in Israel's right to exist. That he's dead on. That part he's dead on. DeSantis continues, it's important that I uh, give this information to you. He says, I think it's a toxic culture. There was a lot of celebrating of those attacks in the Gaza Strip by a lot of those folks who are not Hamas. He also says, and this part I agree with as well, I don't think Israel is under an obligation to be providing water and these utilities while those hostages are being held. That is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And again, it has to be taken through the prism of he's running for president and his campaign is not doing so well uh, as of uh, right now. Let's start with your telephone calls. Let's begin this morning here on Talk Radio 77 WABC with Steve in New Jersey. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Sure, good, good morning. Well, I think DeSantis's comment, yeah, of course it's in the context of a political campaign, but you have to admit if your madrasas, all of your uh, religious institutions, if your uh, education is steeped in anti-Semitism, uh, naturally it would be commonplace and very, uh, uh, obviously a majority of those people are going to be anti-Semitic, anti-Israel, anti-Semitic. I think it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that. That's anyway. true. That's true. Yeah. That's so, true. So, and how are you going to differentiate between one and the other? You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but at the same time, Steve, innocent Innocent people should not be punished. Especially if they didn't do anything wrong. That are that are needed needing to go, they can find another place in the vast Arab world. There's no problem with that anyway. Okay, but I think the you know what the most important point is. You know, I think we've got a problem with uh, uh, is uh, the point of view in terms of Israel. Israel has made numerous opportunities for the Palestinians to to come to some uh, accommodation with them for a peace negotiation. Ehud Olmert gave 90, was giving 97% away uh, in his proposal, anyway, of the West Bank, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So the fact that there's no peace has nothing to do with Israeli intransigence. It's absolutely the intransigence of the, of the Palestinian apparatus, anyway, that refuses to make a peaceful negotiation. Is it wise for Biden to be there uh, on Wednesday, Steve, in your opinion? 
Well, sure, to offer support anyway, but I hope he's not going to uh, uh, make the situation worse in the sense that Israel's got to do what it has to do. And uh, Israel, the military is known to take precautions in terms of, uh, you know, collateral damage, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, that's uh, that's very important. Everyone knows that, except you're not, never going to hear about that from the left anyway. You're never going to hear about that. Well, Steve, so if he's there for support, of course, that's great. Thank you for uh, the comments enlightening us. Thank you very much. Let's go from New Jersey to Brooklyn. Good morning, Alex. You are on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. Good morning. Um, I think that, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis is saying that it was uh, a bit too extreme and it could turn off a lot of people. But I think there's uh, a lot of truth in what he said about uh, Palestinians hating the Jews. Um, it's not it's not a personality. It's if you look at all these people living in Gaza, most of them, I'd say, are taught as, when they're growing up to hate the Jews. That's what they're taught, as well as Israel and the United States. Uh, you know, it's it's them being brainwashed. So it's it's not like they just hate the Jews because they're not good people. It's it's more about the education they receive. And therefore, since they're brainwashed into hating the Jews and in many cases into being terrorists, it is a good, you know, a, a, a fear thing to say that the United States should not be taking in people from Gaza, even if they're not fully a part of, you know, in Hamas or any other terrorist organization, because there's a big chance that they were, uh, indoctrinated into the beliefs of what Hamas believes and other terrorist organizations believe in, in killing innocent people um, that aren't uh, that don't believe in their religion. But the question becomes, how do you decide which person believes what? They're not going to come out and tell you. Well, I'll say we don't take any of them into the United States. Um, I think Israel is in the same situation. It would be irresponsible of the Israelis to say we're going to uh, you know, throw down all the infrastructure in Gaza. So we're going to allow uh, all the innocent Palestinians, as far as we know, into Israel when they can't really know, because uh, they'll, they'll end up in a lot of different issues with, with the tax happening if they allow a lot of people into Israel. But really, I think it falls on Egypt. It falls on other Arab countries that have a responsibility here when they so-called claim, you know, they care about their brothers and sisters, but they're not willing to take them into their own country. Uh, if you care about them, take them in, save them. Why aren't they stepping in here? Well, Alex, thank you for your uh, for your telephone call. Let's stay in Brooklyn. Let's say good morning to Lisa. Lisa, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. How are you? I uh, I have a friend who has a family who lives in Israel. Wait, and Lisa, do me a favor. Have, yeah. The radio, can you turn that down in the background? Yeah. It's very... I'm going to go in the other room. I'm going to go okay. in the other room. Okay. 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 I have a friend who has a family who lives in Israel. And they're American citizens. They moved there years ago. Okay. They have three children. Uh, two of their children are American citizens. They just had a baby. Uh, the baby's a few months old. They are not allowed to come back to the United States. They do not need any, you know, they have family here. Uh, they sent them off to Athens. Okay, uh, wait, 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 wait. You said, you said they're U.S. citizens, but they're not allowed to come back here? Did I hear you correctly? Yes, because of the baby. The baby's not a U.S. citizen. She's an infant. They won't let her back in. So they had to go to Athens. Okay, so they, they were attacked, Lisa, when all of this happened? Well, well, yeah, they had to leave. They had to leave their house, their everything. Thank God they're alive. But the point is, 
how is the United States going to take Palestinians in? And I have empathy for everyone. You know that I'm called. I always have empathy for people who are good people. But how are they going to let people who aren't even citizens? We, we went through this with the border already. How are you going to let those people in, but you're not letting Israeli American citizens in who have children who aren't citizens? That does not make sense. Yeah, I, Lisa, I, 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 you know, off the top of my head, it, it this, it doesn't strike me as is is accurate that that the I, U.S. government would block American citizens uh, that have dual citizenship because the child is not an American. I, I, I find that very I, hard I, to believe. That's what she said to me. She said, "My daughter, her husband, the children, we, they had to go to Athens. They had to leave because they have family here. It's not like they." You know, they have homes here, their family, they could stay with them. They're not asking the government for any help. But, no, they said they can because the baby. They wouldn't let wow. them in. Wow. This is what I'm trying to, you know, the United States isn't saying everything what's going on. But it's sad because, and then they're going to try to get other people in who aren't even citizens. I mean, it has to, listen. I have, oh, wait, like I well, wait, Lisa. For the, for the, yeah. So you're telling me American citizens can't come home because the this baby. Is one particular family. Right, yes, right, right. But because the baby is, is not yet American. Isn't there a grace period when, when it involves children? If you're an American abroad? Honestly, I didn't get too involved because she was upset enough. But she just said, I said, aren't they coming here? And she said, they're not allowed because the baby doesn't have a passport. Even though oh, the but that, but that's, but that, but wait, But that's different. If the baby doesn't, that oh. just means that they haven't filed for a passport. That's a technicality. That doesn't mean that oh. they're being blocked. That just means that, for example, if you and I are here and we want to go somewhere and we haven't filed with the Postal Service for, to get our passport on time and you can't get an emergency passport, guess what? You're not going to that location. Right. But, I mean, they're fleeing being murdered and killed. It's like, right. you know, the people right. crossing I agree the with you, there. You, you know what I, I, I agree with you there. I, 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 you, you would think that the, uh, that the State Department and the embassy – would uh would uh get rid of all the red tape, but Lisa, I hear you. Not, right. I, I hear yeah, that's you. That's scary. Right, yeah. I hear you, and and thank you for the call, Lisa, in Brooklyn this thank morning. You. Let's go to Tim. Tim in Queens. Good morning, Tim. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Hey, Dominic. Great show as always. So I just want to thank say, um, I'm sure you remember this as I do. On nine eleven, one of the images that I, I will never ever forget was uh, later that afternoon when I turned on the TV and there were uh, Palestinians dancing in the streets, celebrating, cheering, shooting guns in the air, giving out candy. Okay. So the same people that did this to Israel uh, a few, about a week ago, um, this was Israel's 9-11, but let's not forget, these are the same folks that were dancing in the streets and cheering when those towers came down. And I never forgot that, and I never will. And I just want to remind people of that. And these are the same people that voted for Hamas to lead the Gaza Strip. And as a Jew, and, and more importantly, as an American, I'll never forget watching them dance in the streets on 9-11. And so your point is the same people that did it here are, are the I'm, innocent ones in, in Gaza? No, my my point is that that radical Islam, the same the same radical Islam that 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 destroyed those towers is what Israel is dealing with now. 
And we, as a, as a civilized world, should have taken out radical Islam back then because it, 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 it's now rearing its ugly head again, again, and again. And it hasn't stopped in the last 22 years. And when everyone keeps saying, oh, the Palestinians are so innocent, well, remember, they danced in the streets on 9-11. They celebrated that. They celebrate when innocent people get murdered. And they voted for Hamas. They voted for, for Hamas in a, in a free and fair election. So I'm not saying it's all Palestinians. I don't want to say it's all. But there is a substantial percentage of them that are basically psychotic. Um, as your previous caller said, maybe they're indoctrinated and brainwashed into it from a young age, whatever. But they are basically psychotic. And they danced in the streets on 9-11. And they celebrated the other day. These are the same people. And we need to we need to recognize it. I, I, I hear you, Tim. Thank you for the call. But then the issue becomes, can we broad brush an entire group of people? And that's the part that I'm a little uncomfortable with. I understand the bigger point. I get it. But that part I'm a little uncomfortable with. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go back to Brooklyn. Chaya, did I say that correctly? Good morning. What's on your mind? Yes. Hi. Okay. Um, I want to say um, that, um, you know, first of all, most of these people in Gaza, they hate America. They, they hate America for defending Israel. And we don't need more. We have enough haters in the USA. And you know what disturbs me? There's plenty of, there's a lot of Arab countries that can take them in. And not one Arab country cares to do anything to help these people. Why should they come here? They should, the Arab countries, the fellow Muslims should be helping them and not doing a damn thing. Well, wait, 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 wait. But who said they're coming here? No, somebody, I didn't talk like having them come to the USA. That's what I've been hearing. The progressives that want to want to take some people in. Right, right, right. Well, and, and let me tell you something. Even though I I I am I'm an Orthodox Jew and I'm totally for Israel, I do have some sympathy. These people have to get food. They have to get the fuel. They have to get electricity. Otherwise, they're gonna there's gonna be more pressure on on israel there's going to be much more hatred of israel they're going to accuse them of starving these people and and another thing what are we going to do how how are we ever going to conquer how are we ever going to get rid of hamas when they have a hospital there full of 500 and something patients and a doctor there gets on television and he says i am not leaving we are not closing how you know and and from the past where's hamas hideout they hide out in the schools. They hide out in the hospitals. What are they going to do? How can they? How can they get rid of Hamas when they're hiding in these places? Therein, how how therein, are they ever going to get rid of them? Therein lies the problem. That is exactly the problem. And in order right. to and get then, to them, you got to get to innocent right. people. Right, and they and and they'll pose as doctors or whatever. They're, that's where their hideouts is, you know. And and it's just it's just. Um, you know, heartbreaking, the whole situation. It's just, I can't see how they could win. I can't see how they can get rid of Hamas completely. You know, and I, and I do feel bad. They're all crammed in a tiny section of Gaza, and nobody wants to take, no Arab country wants to take them in. It's pathetic. 
but it, it, it is know, it is and other countries do have a responsibility i yes, i thank you exactly i thank yes. you for your for your telephone call and i hope you have a wonderful morning we are going to take a break when we come back dominic carter here with you talk radio 77 wabc we're going to go to morty in new jersey to long island queens manhattan brooklyn and jericho Everybody. everybody on talk radio 77 wabc here in tel aviv in front of the kiria military base you can see the pictures of dozens of those who have been kidnapped and are held hostage as family members and friends want to show their faces and make sure that the israeli government and the idf is doing everything they can to get these hostages back 126 confirmed hostages currently being held in the Gaza Strip, but speculations that it could be 150 or 200. Many of them children, two years old, 17 years old, 18 years old. And that is reporter Nicole Nedick of I-24 News in Israel. President Biden headed there tomorrow, Wednesday. Governor Hochul of New York arriving today, Tuesday, in terms of uh, other news that we're looking at, Nikki Haley, the presidential candidate, is on the uh, the rise here. In terms of uh, folks' national polls, as we all know, are misleading. But in the individual early states that matter, Haley's position is now stronger. She's in second place in New Hampshire and South Carolina, according to the 538 polling averages in those states after surpassing DeSantis. And uh, she's now in third place in Iowa, well behind the uh, Florida governor, but she's narrowed the gap considerably. And in the money race, she's doing quite well against DeSantis. But it is DeSantis that says he has zero interest in helping Palestinian refugees, as he believes all Palestinians are anti-Semitic. Morty in New Jersey, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, Dominic. How you doing? Can you hear me all right? Loud and clear. Go right ahead, please. Well, I um, I disagree with uh, two, I disagree with that that uh, all Palestinians are anti-Semitic. There's a very finite number of them who are not. Um, I don't have an exact number. Number two, um, I had a friend who was murdered at that music festival. He was running security, uh, and he died. He was shot um, saving people. He was, uh, he was riding on an ATV, picking people up, driving them back and forth from safety, telling people to leave and run away, and he was shot doing that. So he died a hero, um, and his blood will be avenged. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's for sure. Um, I, I'm Dominic, I'm sure you know about this. Uh, you're older than I am. I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm saying that as a, as a fact. You're, you were alive when I was and when Israel had put up at least two, three, four different peace treaties, um, all of which offering Palestinians land to make their own country. And each and every time, the Israelis were responded to by a uh, declaration of annihilation. Every single time. 
Now, all the wars that Israel's gotten into have been wars of defense. Israel has never, ever invaded anybody, only when it's absolutely necessary. Uh, and that happened, I think, once or twice in those wars, and it was, it was over as soon as it started. But um, anyway, Dominic, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you can realize now, when people have to ask, uh, oh, well, um, you know, those babies weren't actually beheaded, or how many babies were actually beheaded, uh, you know, because there's a fact-checking. I mean, are we really going dis- really to dissect the semantics of terrorists here? Is that great, what we're doing? Great point, Morty. Great point. You know, I, I never even looked at it that way. You're, you're right. You're right. One, one is one too many. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Thank you for your telephone call. And I'm so sorry about your friend uh, that was security at the uh, music festival in Israel where two, more than 260 people, 260 people were killed having fun, dancing to music. They happened to be near the, uh, the, the borderline uh, with Gaza, and, and this is what happens to them. And it is really, really horrible and unfair. Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Okay. A couple of, a couple of things which uh, your listeners and yourself. Hey, hey Michael, I, I, you know, I get nervous when people say a couple of things because that means that you're prepared to oh, give a speech. So, so but, but go ahead. It's not a speech. It is not a speech. It is fact. Okay. okay, whether it's facts or not, it's still a speech, and I can't allow that. Bottom Please line, what, whether, Michael, I'm going to say it again. Okay. Whether they're the facts US or not, not. The U.S. has read Israel the Riot Act and said, you shall not bomb any Hamas facilities, even if they are underneath a school or a hospital. Okay, now now where are you getting that from? But Michael, where are you getting that okay. from? Okay. After the show or during it, have one of your assistants Google Caroline Glick. Okay? And uh, okay, Michael, out, please Michael, tonight. please tell me what's your source for this information. I don't, I don't have a problem I, with what you're saying, but give me a credible I, source. I just told you Caroline Glick, who is well known by everybody that knows the history in Israel and the current history. She is a recognized authority. Okay. Okay. Now, that's by- what that's what you say, Michael. Remember, I've got oh, the, the, the Michael. The problem oh, I have, Google Michael, 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 Michael. Yourself, please, Jonathan. I don't want to argue with you. I'm trying to give you the circumstance of what I'm dealing with. I'm in a live situation, right? Every night, and I can't verify oh. what people are telling oh. me. So whenever oh, someone so tells me, Michael. So whenever someone tells me, first of all, a couple of points. My red light goes, ah, ah, ah. And then the second thing, when you're telling me an expert, everybody has an expert that's going to agree with their point. That's all I'm trying to explain to you. Why don't you do this? You have a laptop near you. Google Caroline. I don't have a laptop next to me. No W. Michael, no WABC host, unless we bring in our own person. Michael. Unless we bring in our personal device, we don't have one next to us. So you're making assumptions. 
based on what you just it's said. Not in this okay, Michael, do you want to argue with me or do you want to make your point? You've got 10 more seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Thank you, Michael. Let's go to Lori in North Carolina. Good morning, Lori. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, man, you make me, uh, you're so funny. I love you. I Thank mean, you. Love God right back you. at you, Lori. Your patience is incredible for these people. It, because Lori, it's God. tough. It's tough, Lori, because everybody thinks that they're an expert. Everybody wants to challenge you. Very few people, very few people know what they're talking about. But go ahead, Lori. Thank you. You've made, you've made my morning thus far. I give you a lot of credit for the patience you have, Dominic. Thank you. But anyway, I just want to say that. You know, you're talking about, I heard you talking about broad brushing the whole society, you know, the whole, the whole group of people. But the problem is the, the evil hides behind the good because at the end of the day, they're just cowards. Correct. Correct. All they are a bunch of cowards. Correct. And unfortunately, in, in order to get to the evil, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to hurt innocent people. And that's the unfortunate part of war. And it's, it, it's, it's Correct. terrible, but. Correct. What other choice does Israel have? What other choice do they have? Correct. They're trying to do the right thing, but they're, they're, they're up against a rock and a hard place to protect their own people. I mean, it's just a terrible situation. And that's why you gotta, you gotta come against the innocent. And unfortunately, that's war. That's, that's, that's the way war is, you know? I mean. Agreed, Lori. So. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it, and they've got to go. I'm sorry. They got to go. It's as simple as that. Exactly. But they're hiding behind innocent people. As they always behind, do. Because they're cowards. Basically, they're just a bunch of cowards. Correct. Lori, you have made my morning. Thank you for your telephone call from the great state of North Carolina. And I want you to have a wonderful day. Thank you, Lori. Okay, let's go to Joe and Jericho. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dominic. Kenny deserves a raise. Anyway, Kenny says one subject. Okay, Israel. They are fighting for their life, and they're fighting for our lives. It wasn't just Israelis. It was American citizens taken and Italian citizens taken. And it was a concert for peace, for peace. And how BLM can hold up the picture of those animals flying in on gliders and say, job well done, they're a disgrace. They're traitors to freedom. Are these idiots on the college campus forgotten that these, they killed Americans? Americans are being held hostage. So they're betraying their own country by supporting Hamas. It's a disgrace. We have sleeper cells throughout America, closed the border. Israel had a, did a good job until this mess. They had their 9-11. We're going to have another 9-11, Dominic, lest they brainless and the Harris closed the border and don't let anyone in for quite some time. Joe, and I Joe, Joe you, 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 you basically kept to one point, and I am so proud of you. Joe, thank you. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe. You know, he, he stuck. He, he edged towards the border, but Joe stuck to one comment, and that permits for other people to get on uh, during the course of this hour, Will on Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I really like you. And I think that, like, you know, sometimes people want to be a little bit politically correct, even on our side of the aisle, just because they don't want to offend people. But the bottom line to me is simple. You know, I'll paint with a broad brush also because I 100% agree with Governor DeSantis. Not only do I agree with him, I also am from the belief of 
there is no such thing as radical Islam. Islam is radical. There are 123 verses in the Quran that call for killing people that do not believe that Allah is God and that Muhammad is the prophet. That's why you see so much radicalization in Islam, because the scripture and the text call for jihad and genocide against non-believers. Also, let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of Takiyah? I think I'm pronouncing it right, but it's hard for me to pronounce because I don't speak Arabic. But it is Islamic doctrine that has Quranic support as well, where it is okay to lie to deceive the non-believer for the purposes of gaining power or political control. Okay, so we have people that sneak into this country that under the guise of I'm a refugee and this and that and will tell us that, yes, I don't believe in terrorism. I don't condone terrorism. And at the same time are doing, you know, or planning terrorist activities in these mosques. And it's protected under their religion because they see it as deceiving the infidel. You see here at the end of the day, what I believe that you're left with, unfortunately, we have a, a irreconcilable difference between Christian Judeo values in the Muslim or Islamic religion. Jesus, and not saying that I'm a big Christian, but the story of Jesus, he healed the Roman soldier that brought him to the cross to die, okay, when his ear was cut off. Muhammad slaughtered the infidels. He fought 14 battles. He was a warlord, okay? He was not a man okay, of Okay, Will, Will, peace. Will, we got to bring it back He's to modern fact. day. We, okay, okay, Will, thank you. Thank you for the call. Folks, we, uh, I'm just, I'm, I got to take a break. That's all I'm going to say. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls, we will be right back. You can see here, this is just 20% of the weapons that have been recovered from Israeli towns near to the Gaza border. Israeli forces say Hamas fighters brought with them enough weapons to maintain a battle for days. RPGs here, grenades in the distance, and anti-tank weapons alike all here, recovered by the Israelis. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. We have been talking about the human toll of the attack on Israel. And for over a week, we've been playing some of the sound from reporter Trey Yankst on Fox News. And uh, he was interviewed on Fox News recently about the human toll and what it's taking the impact out on him having to see body after body and the carnage and what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And look, there have been some difficult, difficult moments over the past week. We've seen the the worst of humanity on display, Howie, really. The worst that could be done to humans was done to these Israeli civilians Women, children, people who were peaceful people slaughtered in their own homes. We watched as bodies were piled into the back of a pickup truck outside the Stadot police station. The very minutes after this took place, as the attack was unfolding, we were the first crew down here in southern Israel at an evacuation point. And and we watched as mothers pulled their children out of the backs of their personal cars, trying to push them into waiting ambulances and get them any sort of help they could receive. We watched as soldiers pulled their wounded friends out of jeeps, tried to resuscitate them on the ground. And when they couldn't get one to get a pulse, they they simply had to leave them 
as, as they died in front of our eyes and move on to the next one. It was pure chaos here in southern Israel. And it's part of the reason that these soldiers we've been speaking with are so motivated to bring the fight back to Hamas inside Gaza. We've been speaking with dozens of soldiers and they say, yes, they are scared for the war to come. It will be a very bloody and difficult battle, but they're ready. And that is the reality of what's going on. We are taking your telephone calls. You can also reach me on Twitter at Dominic T or X, the site formerly known as Twitter. So I, 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 if you can't get through on the phone, you can send me a tweet. I may use it on the air. So Kite Boyd uh, just sent me a uh, a message uh, here on Twitter. And um, one, I thank you for the message. Uh, he says, hi, Dom. I'm listening to your show tonight and noticing that female callers talk in circles. Can't seem to make a point. Do women hamper the quality of talk radio? Just a thought. Have a great night and enjoy your next trip to stop and shop. Thank you for the uh, for the uh, message on Twitter, Kite. Uh, but on this one, my friend, I have to disagree with you terribly. I say it all the time. This is one of the highest radio programs, uh, nightside in New York. Period. I didn't just say on WABC. I said in New York. Period. And it is my humble opinion. That what makes this show are the women callers, Kite. And that's why you will hear from midnight until 1 a.m. And on Sundays from 11 p.m. until 1 a.m. As many women callers. Because traditionally, what do we hear all the time? Men. Men. I believe in mixing it up. So right now, we have one, two, three. We have four women standing by. I've got 10 minutes left. I thank you for the uh, tweet. And I am going to get to some of these female calls. I just respectfully disagree with you. I think it is the woman caller that makes this show the highly rated program uh, that it is in all of uh, New York. So before I get to another female caller, let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Dave. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, hi, Dominic. I, I'm going to be your uh, laptop for a second. Uh, that guy was talking about Caroline Glick. She is a woman that Mark Levin talks to. She's from Israel. She is a uh, a senior contributing editor of a Jewish news service, and she's a journalist and author. So that's where he gets that information because Mark Levin consults her for information. Well, with all due respect to Mr. Levin, I don't care who it is in terms of the guests. If I don't know who they are, right, I don't go on what others say. I just don't, Dave. And Mark no. Levin Mark Levin is a tremendous talent in radio, but I, you know, Miss Glick, the staff here, they have now Googled her to find out that she's very credible. But do you know how many times, Dave, someone will call me and say a fact and the absolute opposite happens to be the reality. So everyone, you know, I, I, I wish that I could read 24 hours a day and be up on everything 24 hours a day. I just was not familiar with uh, Miss Click's work, and she is quite credible, and she's done quite a bit of work in Israel. 
I'm I'm not making a judgment either way. I'm just trying to help you out with some okay. Well, well, th- hey, Dave, thank you for being my laptop. Uh, as you said, let's go to Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. What's on your mind? Uh, hi, Dominic. I guess that guy that sent you that text didn't—he never heard of uh, Jacqueline. Remember well, what that, Jacqueline said the other day about the terrorists? What she wanted to do with to yes, them? Yes, yes, that yes. That was yes. awesome. That was fantastic. I, anyway. I, hey, Deborah, I'm going to let you speak, but I, I am of the firm belief, I really believe this, that the reason why the ratings are so high for this program happens to be the women callers. And we get oh, we get we get absolutely. quite we get we get quite a few calls from women. And I am yes. very proud to entertain each and every call that comes in. Yes. Go right ahead. Yes. Many flavors. Many flavors. There but you go. The, there you go. I like that. Many uh, flavors. I, I, yes. <laughs> I wanted to say um I think here, we're we're focusing on Israel. I think we, as Americans, we have to pay attention to our surroundings, what's going on around here, because I I don't have a good feeling in my tummy about what might happen here. We have to be very, very, you know, on point, if you catch my drift. Yes. Because I don't think we're as safe here either. Got it loud and clear. And I agree with you, Deborah, a thousand percent. Yes. So everybody, just pay attention to your surroundings, things, and such. Don't take anything for granted, uh, because you never know. Because look, they those people, you know, woke up one day and they didn't expect this. And we, you know, we have to, it's you know our ears, eyes, and what we see. Agreed, Deborah. And I thank you for your wonderful call this morning. Thank you. Thank you, you Dominic. Thank you. Oh, love you too, Deborah. Didn't mean to cut you off there. Linda, Long Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dom. I was a little worried before your um, high blood pressure going all the way up a little while no, ago. No, 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 no. It don't, sounded don't. like it was bad, very bad. No, no, okay. no, 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 okay. no, 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 that when you tell me it's a fact, my training tells me to question what you're saying. And when someone starts out by saying, I want to make several points, I, I you know, little, the little hair that I have left is turning gray. If mm-hmm. the, the worst way to start out a conversation with me, with me on air, is to say mm-hmm. I have several points that I want to make. Because that says, get ready. This person thinks they're entitled to talk for the next eight minutes. And that's just not possible. But go ahead, Linda. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, it's better than. Uh, oh. Anyway, let me just get fast. Um, okay. We're talking about all the the things that are going on overseas. What they're doing against our country. We have people in specifically in our country that are making everything worse. And this liar, a liar and an instigator, all of them. But it, I saw it today. I'll tell you where if you want. Um, they showed Omar, you know, <laughs> Omar from the so-called squad, this baloney. Uh, she puts up, she t- t- put up a picture, a photo of supposed to be the Israelis shooting, uh, in, you know, uh, innocent people, and she thought she was going to get away with that. And that is, she's in our government. And they said, they checked it out. It's a phony picture. It's had nothing to do with this. And that is a complete, it's bad enough 
whatever's really happening, you know, and she lies about it, but she even puts up a phony picture. Something, she's in our government. Shouldn't that squad have, especially her, the liar, all of them, but there's proof there that she's lying about it and making it worse for for our country, for innocent people in our country getting killed and people over there getting killed. She doesn't care. She's probably laughing. People getting killed and she's putting up phony pictures and she's a... I, I hear, I hear, I hear, I hear you, Linda. I, I do have to move on in the interest of time. Yeah. I, I don't I thank you for the call. Short. Thank you for the call, Linda. I, I don't pay attention to anything the squad does. Complete jokes and fools that should not be in Congress. But you are correct, Linda. They are part of our government. Marianne in Queens. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Um, it called my attention what this uh, gentleman say about women, like capitalizing the, the show. But these men should know that we are the mothers, the grandmothers, aunts, sisters, you name it. All of us have something in common. We love our children. We will put our lives in the line for them to defend them. And instead of criticizing us, they, should, they are supposed to join us. What happened in this country and all around the world because of a party in New York and United States, the strongest and the greatest country in the world is going crazy against our children. So he is going, he's going to listen to us even if he likes it or not because this is a fight against our children and against ourselves. And if you don't understand that, don't call because you are not going to allow no one to get away with it. It's something that we care and we love. And against love, there's nothing that could defeat us. So now, going to the point... But it's got to be, it's got to be, I, I thought that was yes, the point, right, Marianne. Right. It's got to be quick. I only have a <laughs> okay. minute left. Yes. What is Chuck Schumer doing in Israel when he patronized and gave executive orders to the president and goes to the bank of war to give them whatever he wants to go through? Okay, but, 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 but Marianne, but, but, Marianne but, but that's not fair. If he wasn't there, then he would be criticized, right? Yeah. If, I don't if he, say if he that didn't he go. Okay. I, I don't think he's, he, he, but the thing is that he's a hypocrite. He should okay. do more, and okay. he's not doing it. All right, Marianne, I have to step in because I only have uh, 40 seconds left, and Frank Morano has been patiently standing by. What do you have coming up this morning? All right, got a lot to get to. It turns out almost everybody in ancient times was on drugs, uh, and we're going to get into a guy that has studied this from a scholarly perspective. You're going to meet a gold medalist. Paralympian, and we're going to talk with a journalist in the UK who has routinely been named one of the most influential Arabs in the world. I want to get his take on this Israeli-Palestinian conflict. So if you and I were around back then, you're telling me we would be high all the time? Well, I mean, as if we weren't already. (laughs) Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight, coming right up after news headlines. I'll see you folks in 23 hours.